Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma and on this show I have conversations with leaders from all walks of life. These conversations have had an immense impact on my journey of personal growth. I'm seriously not the person I was a year ago when I started this podcast and I credit these conversations in helping me level up. We only have one life, so why not make the best of it? This week's guest is Olivia Pascal. Olivia is a model actress, influencer, blogger, and also one half of the Whiskey and Water podcast. Despite all these titles though, Olivia is a genuinely great human. She's extremely self-aware, driven to succeed, and also has a great sense of humor. In this episode, we talk riding the influencer wave, starting, managing, and growing a podcast, her passion for real estate, and so much more. Be sure to check out Olivia's podcast at Whiskey and Water Podcast on Instagram and follow her as well at Olivia PW. If you're looking for more content like this, head over to it's not that deep We have all our content up on there. One final note is that this podcast is produced by Deep Digital Media. Our mission is built on the four C's, connecting communities through creative content. Drop us a line today at connect at deepdigitalmedia.ca for help building, managing, promoting, and growing your own podcast, video series, online course, and so much more. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode and just remember, it's not that deep. Olivia, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. What's up? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited we were able to set this up. Uh, just giving people a little bit of an introduction. You're an actress, a model, uh, influencer, blogger, and the co-host of uh, <laughs> the Whiskey and Water podcast. I'm so fired up to have you here. I mean, I know those are all like really cool titles and stuff, but like you're just you're a genuinely awesome person. Like I don't even know you, but just from uh, interacting with you on social media and consuming some of your podcasts and just like our back and forth random like social media interactions mm-hmm. it's like man she's cool like she's like she's one of the good ones you know she doesn't have Thank too you. big of a too, too big of an ego and like she she's cool I, 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 I fuck with Olivia thank you I appreciate that I know it's been it's been funny I don't know if you found our page first maybe through like hashtags or something but since then yeah we've been like showing each other support here and there and just doing what we can to support our our little shows 100 percent, and we're definitely going to get into the podcast and you know why you guys started it and all that but let's take people back a little bit and into like what led to you being a quote-unquote influencer model actress and all these different things mm-hmm. um let's talk about the modeling first like sure yeah um so i started when i was actually really young most people are kind of surprised to hear that I started when I was like nine. Um, and then I kind of took a break like in high school when I had braces, you know, I went through like my awkward phase and I wasn't super comfortable like being in front of the camera. So I took a little break and then after I graduated, got my braces off and I kind of like got my confidence back and I wanted to get more into it. And at the time, Instagram kind of just started and it definitely wasn't being used like how it is now, but um, I kind of wanted to use it as like a, a modeling portfolio in a way because I, I felt weird sharing my modeling photos on like my personal Instagram. Just something about it just felt like kind of like show offy in a way. So I wanted to create like a separate page and that's the Olivia PW page. And then, 
yeah, things kind of just, you know, went from there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because like the beginning days of Instagram, I remember being on there too and just like, like it was so different than what it is today. <laughs> so like, like people would just take photos of like the most random things. Like my first photo uh, was like just a photo of a hat sitting on a desk. Yeah, like, yeah. mine was yeah. my school bag on top of my desk and I was like, first Instagram photo. It's, it's like back then I think Twitter and facebook were kind yeah, of dominating a little bit more sure. I, like i was tweeting all the time but even that's changed now and like but yeah. now in- instagram is very much like a showcase and you mm-hmm. kind of i guess you kind of saw that before other people and you're like let me separate my personal from my modeling page yeah and- i don't i don't know what about it i just something in me was just like I, the two should be separate in my mind you know like i don't want to share pictures of me and like at the time my boyfriend and me and my friends and me and my family yeah. with the same photos of me like in a bathing suit like showing my ass or modeling you know like I don't know it just like to put sexy photos like to like me and my you know uncle it's just weird like <laughs> keep the two separate I like yeah, that a lot like it made sense to me so you took like a break then from modeling in high school got back into it and um, so what was it that kind of like really sparked your interest in that world, in that space to begin with? And modeling or Instagram? Uh, like the whole like not just not just modeling, but like creating your own like personal brand out of it. Um. So like, I don't know, this whole thing of personal brand wasn't even like my intentions at first. Like it was really, like I said, just to have a separate place to show my modeling photos, kind of use it more as a portfolio. So, you know, there was no feed aesthetic at the time. There was no, like, bloggers were really, the blogging space was mostly in actual blogs instead of, like, on Instagram. So, blogger, influencer wasn't really a thing yet. But um, it kind of, like, as, as the app evolved, I evolved with it. So, you know, as the influencer opportunity started coming up, I realized that there was this opportunity. Honestly, at first, I saw it as an I saw it as an opportunity to get free shit. I was like, nice. this girl has 60 Okay, so actually my friend Erica Whedon is the one who really inspired me. She thinks she had like 60,000 at the time, which was a lot at the time, and I, I saw that she was getting free bathing suits and I was like, I bet I want free bathing suits. You know, like that shit's expensive. What? Let me up. come up. Let me come up on this real quick. And then so, yeah, I kind of just started wanting to get free stuff. And I did for years before act- being able to actually like charge a brand for a post. But in the middle of that, I kind of found a way to build my own personal brand. And then, you know, now that's it's kind of you're you're selling a service almost to these brands they're instead of having a photo shoot for their product they're budgeting their money into influencers with their own brand with their own audience and putting that that money into them instead it's really Mm -hmm. interesting how it's all evolved yeah that that is super interesting because as someone like for me outside looking in because i'm Mm -hmm. absolutely nowhere near an influencer and that's not (laughs) that's not me that's okay (laughs) it's super it's super cool looking at like uh, a lot of these accounts and the people behind them and the type of posts that you know you guys uh, are making and 
it's changed so much from, you know, it used to just be like, and, and this is completely, like, excuse my ignorance on this, but it used to just be like, you know, girls with big booties uh, doing like gym, gym photos and stuff like totally. that. And like it has evolved, man. Like, like the girl with the gym booty now has a whole brand and a whole line of this and that, and like ten other business ventures going on, and like uh, this and that, like a YouTube channel. Like people have diversified, and so that was kind of like one of the things I wanted to ask you about was what are what are some of the things that you've had to do to adjust to a lot of the changes that we've seen on these social media platforms. For sure. That's a good point because in the beginning it was all just like girls showing their asses and like, you know, that was like such a thing. Mind you, even then. dudes, even dudes, like super ripped dudes with like, you know, yeah, just flexing. Body. Yeah, yeah, just flexing. Like, yeah, for like sure. it, it wasn't just girls, but yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, thank you for the disclaimer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but and, and I kind of was in that batch too when I first started because the, you know, I started doing a lot of bathing suit photo shoots when I got back into modeling. So a lot of my content was swimwear based and especially being in Miami, like we're always on the beach. We're always, you know, swimwear is a very prevalent business or industry down here. So um, I was doing a lot of that. And then that ended up being the content that I was posting because it made sense. It's what I had. It's what I was doing. Um, I was doing a lot of collaborations at the time for trade, for bathing suits. So, and also at the time you realize that it got better engagement. So you're like, okay, well, if a photo of me in a bathing suit gets 500 more likes than a picture of me in clothes, then why not? I'm going to post the bathing suit photo. But as it evolved, like I mentioned, like as brands started paying, I did have to take into consideration like, oh, okay, what do I want my personal brand to be? What are the values I want to represent? What do I want to offer um, brands and also my audience? Like, do I want my my best service to be pictures of my body? And that didn't just, that just didn't sit right with me. So it was like literally a decision I had to make to be like, okay, I'm changing my brand, no more bathing suit photos, no more booty shots, like all lifestyle, all clothing. And for a long time, the engagement sucked because realistically, especially if you think about your following, if your following is mostly male, that's what they're going to like. No, no offense. I'm just saying in general, (laughs) Um, you know, it's like it's clickbaity. So I was kind of, I just was willing to take the hit because one, in the end, it ends up being more profitable because the more lifestyle you are, the more attractable you are to clients like right. Target or, you know, whatever it is. Target doesn't want to pay the girl with her ass out. Target wants You're to pay the girl. more brand safe, right? Yeah. It's, and it's yeah. more relatable, you know, to, to other people. Um, but yeah, so I, I had to make those type of adjustments as far as just really taking a step back and thinking like, okay, how do I want to really represent myself to the world of the internet because it is a whole different world. So is it safe to say that's kind of what led you to pivot a little bit into the more blogging lifestyle, that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And also it's like, you know, you have to, 
you have to have multiple streams of things. You have to, you know, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. So I started my blog like three years ago, maybe a little over three years ago. I'm honestly not super active on it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not posting a blog a month, maybe one every few months, but I like that I have it there. Um, just as a space, if, if I do want to write about something, I have that option, you know, or even for brands, like that's another thing I can kind of use to market myself. Hey, I have an Instagram and a blog and Mm -hmm. a podcast. So it's kind of just like looking at it from a business standpoint, but also like how I want to express myself creatively because you can only get so deep in an Instagram caption, you know? Exactly. Even though it's not that deep, right? Even though it's not that deep, <laughs> we still want to get deep sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it is that deep. No, that's a, really, a place. <laughs> there's a really uh, interesting thing that you said there about um, having the blog as a creative outlet, you know, that not only serves like your audience, which obviously it does, but it helps you too. And like crystallize your thoughts and get things out there that, you know, you want to put out there but I think the issue can be sometimes going to start something like a blog or or something like that and then oh my god this is a lot of work like I don't want to do this every week or like you know some people do like every day like I don't know how people do that but I I started one I started one naively on my website with for my podcast thinking oh yeah you know what like how hard is it going to be to like if i'm already putting out a weekly podcast how hard is it going to be to do a blog yo sis i got two posts yeah i i gave up so it'd be like that it'd be like that though for sure and it's hard because writing is hard like it's not an easy thing and if especially if you're not like consistently practicing and I'm like you know somewhat of a perfectionist so everything that I put out on my blog I would have my mom proofread and edit and then I'd edit it like two more times and then I'd post it and then edit it again so it's hard to be like kind of a perfectionist and put your work out there because you know you don't want to put garbage out there you want it to be well thought out and well written and you're representing yourself and your brand Absolutely. so I, I agree it, it's tough that's a, that's why I don't I like to like when I go on trips like when I have something motivating enough I'm like okay I'm gonna write about this on my blog <laughs> it's like so many of those things that we tell ourselves we want to do a lot more of like you know I want to journal every day I want to do this I want to meditate I want to blah 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 I'll do like a million things and mm-hmm. you know even like I, I even like I do a lot of those things but even some days I'm just like, bro, it's just too much. I'm just like, yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> and there's something to be said about, you know, kind of just like appreciating that we're human and like not. And I think that especially in this time right now where we're being forced to slow down and forced yeah. to stay inside and like really have very minimal distractions other than the World Wide web, which is a huge <laughs> distraction. But other than that, you know, like, I think it's a good challenge for us to either a get to those things that we've been saying we wanted to do or b not push ourselves to be like so productive and so busy and so goal oriented and to just like chill the fuck out. You bring up like a really good thing that I've been like battling with over over this weird strange time that we've been kind of confined to our homes and on lockdown. Um like one side of me is very much driven by achieving goals and just leveling up every day and just Mm -hmm. being being a better version of myself 
when I go to bed than when I woke up. That's mm-hmm. like that's very important to me because I've, I'm a big believer in personal development and growth. And I can even almost sometimes come off too much in that like sense like Mm -hmm. like guys like be better not in like a condescending way but it's just like i want better for you i want better for you because and i I know know it's possible exactly you get me so like there's there's that and then but then there's also the message of hey man we're just human just chill like i have not been nearly as productive as i normally am like before this virus mm-hmm. um you know i usually work out five six times a week these days i'm like i'm happy if i get three or four in a week i'm mm-hmm. just just it's just the motivation's not there and that's yeah. just one aspect right and so it's like it's very much playing with that dichotomy that okay like you know what like try to be better try to do better but not at the at the cost of your own mental health and things like that yeah and not and not judging yourself you know that's a big one. Yeah. So like the episode that we just came out with this week was actually like a lot about this kind of because especially online, I think there's two narratives we're seeing right now. One side is like start that side hustle, start that podcast, you know, read that book or start writing that book. And then the other side is like, don't make yourself a project in the middle of a global pandemic. Like now is not the time for that. Just stay mm-hmm. healthy and stay sane and like don't put this pressure on yourself And I think it's a balance of both. And and I truly do feel both deeply. Um, I'm not pressuring myself to get things done. Um, But that's a challenge. Like it's not people who are who are naturally goal oriented and driven, as I think both of us are. We thrive off of checking things off our to do list like that makes us feel good. So to to challenge that within ourselves is not easy. But I think it's a good challenge, you know, and like what makes yeah. you uncomfortable is your biggest opportunity for growth, right? So it's like, all right, here we go. We're about to like flip the switch on everything we know about ourselves and, you know, what we consider happiness and success and fulfillment, you know? Right. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. And yeah, I actually started listening to that episode, uh, but I didn't get through it. And I think it's really like that. It's a really important topic right now. And I don't have the answer like most people. I like there's no answer to this question. It's yeah. very much something that you got to try to harmonize with whatever you got going on. Right. To me, it's personally, not a one size fits all. <clears throat> exactly. To me personally, uh, when I hear messages of complacence of hey like like overly compassionate posts and things like that like hey it's okay like to just lay down and watch netflix all day it's okay to do this that does the opposite for me i feel worse and i go down into a deeper rabbit hole of like negativity and that feedback Mm -hmm. loop is so i i hate when i go down that hole because it leaks into every area of my life and it's Mm -hmm. so much harder to pull myself back out but that's me. I can't right. apply that to everybody else. For some people, that day of like just Netflix and doing nothing might be like the thing that saved them from doing right. something else sabotaging. So I don't know. Like you can't just it's give hard. a cookie cutter it's, solution. It's hard. And it's, but it's about like using this time to learn more about yourself and how you work. So that was kind of the conclusion we came to in this episode, which by the way, we had to record twice because the first time it it's hard to talk about what's happening, you know, and we didn't realize until we tried and we were like, 
because it's hard to one it's hard to wrap your mind around what's happening right now and then two it's hard to have like a productive conversation about it so yeah anyways i digress what was i saying (laughs) no we were just basically talking about covid and yeah yeah Yeah. so what the point we got to is that like you know maybe now is not the time to make start the side hustle or the book or the podcast but now definitely is the time to work on personal development like this is actually a great opportunity to use this time to work on personal development. You can't leave. You have you're stuck inside and there's so much to be worked on within ourselves that I think people are, are blind to. I don't know. It's but now is the time. I think people are scared of being alone with their own thoughts. And you know Which is it's, fair. <laughs> it's a scary place. It is a scary place and I'm not claiming to be some kind of expert or some like Buddhist monk who has it like nailed down. All like, together, you, just yeah. have, you just have to sit down and do nothing for like I can meditate for ten minutes. That's about it. After that I'm like, All right, we're done. This yeah, is it. hey, that, it's better than nothing. Much, there you go. That's as much exploration into the self as I need, right? But to each But you day, are self aware. Right. I'd, I'd say that I am, but it's very much, I, I wasn't always like this. You see, mm-hmm. I, I was in a very dark place myself uh, many years ago when I would self-sabotage by doing things that would just plunge me deeper into a bad place. I would, I would go like, just keep distracting myself with, with the Netflix. I would, uh, you know, like drink, like I, I would drink alcohol and like go out with friends and just like, ignore whatever issue that i'm dealing with and just push it further down the road i like you know i'd grab that 2 a.m mcdonald's on the way home Mm -hmm. from an exam or something like those are those were destructive habits right but very much a work in progress um what do you think changed for you i think a big thing for me was realizing that you are in a lot more control uh than than society might lead you to believe and i think like uh i I love that you're such a podcaster just like flipping the script on me (laughs) (laughs) it's habit so dope so dope uh but no like to to quickly answer that like i think the the big thing was realizing that okay you are in the driver's seat even though it feels like things around you are out of control and everything is happening to you things are just happening and how you respond to them is a lot more important than how um, how you let those things define you and create your identity out of those things. So totally, that was that was a big shift for me, and like I've been able to control uh, many aspects of my life. But the the takeaway there shouldn't be that you need control. It should be actually that like realizing that. You have control over how you respond to things, but you actually have no control over anything at all. It's kind of like a paradox mm-hmm. in that in that sense. Like we don't well, have control you always over have this control virus. Over, you, yeah, right. But you always have control over your reaction and your exactly. Yeah, I, I was watching um a Buzz, what was it? Buzzfeed video of this guy, and I mentioned it in this episode too. And he was just saying a bunch of analogies that were really great. Um, but he was saying that life is birth and then de- it's B, C, D, birth, choice, death. The choices you make in your life are, are everything. Every choice you make life. in life yeah. is going to determine how your life ends up before you die. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, there are a lot of things in our hands as, you know, as much as there is out of our hands, like a global pandemic, how you choose to react and how you choose to spend your days and your time is totally in your control. Very much so. I, I, I love this topic and it's like a big part of my podcast personally is, um, you know, leveling up in those kinds of ways. And I know it sounds so cliche, like, you know, go do more, be more, grow more, like get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Like, like, yes, but also do it in a way that works for you. That's why no self-help book, no like no YouTube video, no podcast is going to solve your problems for you. It's very much having that conversation with yourself. And mm-hmm. I, weren't you reading this book recently? I think I saw you post something about it, like meditations or something it was called. Meditations. It's um, It's like the- this blue cover book. I don't know what you, it was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw you post a, a story about recently? it. Recently? Yeah, pretty recently, like this book. Okay, it's uh, The Power of the Healing Mind, I think. That one, that one, that one. Yeah, it's wild. I got to add that to my list, but, you know. It's very spiritual, so I don't know how deep you are into that or how many, if you've read any books about that, but just a fair warning. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, like, I just like to add these things to my repertoire, but even that, for for example, like, that won't be the be all end all if you read a book and you you're like okay yeah you know this helps me a lot you pick and choose the things that are you know you're going to be able to take away and apply to your life so i don't know why i've gone off on this crazy tangent let's go back and talk about you for a second um no we're good i love it i love it let's talk about the podcast and uh because we we kind of started to mention it a little bit but Earlier last year, you started a podcast with your friend. It, would it be your best friend? I don't know if I'm like I'm mislabeling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah nope. She's my best friend. <laughs> okay. You and your best friend um, started this podcast. Why don't you talk mm-hmm. about like what led up to you guys deciding? Yo, we need a podcast. Yeah, for sure. So we have a podcast called Whiskey and Water Podcast. It is kind of turned into a personal development for millennials. Nice. podcast um and actually someone else labeled it for, labeled it that for us and we were like hmm i like that because it is pretty accurate um it's kind of like a mix between entertainment and inspiration hence the balance of whiskey and water also jessica her drink of choice is whiskey and i'm allergic to alcohol so i only drink water so there's a few a few little reasons I there like that. But um, yeah, it's a it's a balance of, you know, the shit show that we go through and modeling and influencing and just being young 20 year old women just experiencing and going through life and, you know, learning as we go. But also a lot of personal development, um, spirituality, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of like that's, you know, a broad overview of it. What what got us started is kind of, we had been friends for like four years already. We met through modeling. We started influencing kind of together. We were constantly shooting content together. We're kind of like, you know, we're just each other's go-tos for content, for projects, collaborations. Like we just do everything together. Um, So we already worked together in that aspect. And then, you know, we actually had the idea like a year before we, made it happen because I was a little hesitant. I kind of just put it on the back burner. I don't know if it was that I wasn't confident that we could do it or if it kind of just scared me. But um, 
I we let it sit there for like a year, the idea. Um, and then it really came from like me just knowing how much value I was getting out of other podcasts. At the time I was listening to a big real estate investing podcast called Bigger Pockets mm-hmm. and a lot of motivational podcasts. And I just I saw how much I grew within a year or two just from podcasts alone. And how it was changing the way I lived my life, how I reacted to situations, how I, you know, handled the relationships in my life. It was just, I could see the growth. And I felt like I wanted to give that back in some aspect to people who haven't, you know, joined the podcast world. Because I've been like, ask my friends, like even before we started ours, I've been preaching podcasts for years. So I don't know, I finally got to a point where I just felt like I had enough value that I could sit and talk to someone, Jessica, for an hour and just provide these insights and concepts and different ways of looking at situations in life to someone else and that they would benefit from it. So once I realized that I could have some real influence on my audience Mm -hmm. and really be able to possibly change the course of people's lives... Because, you know, like that's what the podcast I listen to, that's what those people did for me. And I felt like I finally could do that for someone else. And that's what lit the fire under our ass. And we were like, you know what? Let's fucking do it. (laughs) I'm so glad you did, too, because it's actually a fire podcast. I've listened to a few episodes myself. And it's it's just like it provides tremendous value. All those things you've talked about. I know a lot of people who are going to listen to this one today and are going to find your podcast and going to just ride with it because it just it just (laughs) speaks to it just speaks to probably more uh, more the like the women. Female, um, definitely. <laughs> f- female, female category a little bit more because you guys are very open and candid and having these discussions about the things that you've gone through. And it's like it's it's a really well done podcast. And thank I, you. That means I, a lot. I can't, thank you. I, I can't believe that it's like still so early in your guys' like podcast careers because it seems like you guys are like seasoned vets. But one thing like you really said there that that I can personally relate with too hard. It, it sounded like I, like I was telling that story in my head because like legit same thing. I was riding with podcasts so hard before I ever even thought about having one and starting one and just the value that I had gotten in my life. And I, I had mentioned earlier that, you know, I was not in the best place. Like back mm-hmm. when I was in university, uh, the podcasts were one of the things that kind of like I credit to kind of saving my life. And totally. it's, it's because like you're able to be a fly on the wall on some of these conversations with yep. people who That's are just say. Yeah, exactly. Experts in their field and you you're billionaires. Exactly. Of like the biggest companies in the world. This is what I would this is what I would always say. And I mentioned this in the personal development um episode. Like imagine the the finessing you would have to do to try to get in a room with some of these people. And there's a free app on your phone that you (laughs) can eavesdrop on a conversation and ask them these questions that you would just die to ask and it's right. and it's a free resource like and from why would you, you not use it from? exactly and it's like it's, it's like a no-brainer 
it, it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't consume podcasts if you're trying to learn or be entertained or even like i don't know there's like mini casts now so people do podcasts alone people do like there's so many different formats of it now but when i started it was just basically this format right here just an exchange of ideas just two people talking asking each other questions having a conversation mm-hmm. and everyone listening downloading this experience and learning from your life experience and like oh my god like she she did that too or like oh i can't relate to that at all but like still you're taking something you're gonna get away. something valuable out of it exactly and like you said it's free like it's just it doesn't it's, it doesn't it's a beautiful beautiful thing like i feel so thankful to live in this day and age where there's just so many resources for us and you know it's really you'd be surprised people are really really open and willing to share their secrets to success how they got there their failures like people are willing to share this knowledge I think it's just innate in us as humans to want to give back in some sort of way. And a lot of people feel like they can give back in their knowledge and their biggest fuck ups that they don't want you to make a complete stranger. It's beautiful. It is like that's the best way to put it. It's it's just beautiful. I love I love podcasting, but let's talk about um you know taking that plunge. You mentioned, you know, it took you almost a year to get started, and I can relate with that as well. It took me about a year from when I had thought about it and kind of, you know, put the idea out there with a couple of friends. Like, hey, what do you think of mm-hmm. and like getting that overwhelming support and like you should do this. Going yeah. from that to actually purchasing your first piece of equipment what was like what was the like okay like we have to do this now um we kind of I think we we had the idea for like a year we were talking about it and I think we had just come back from a trip in LA and just like with it in the back of our minds and living throughout situations of our life we were like "Ooh, that's something we could talk about Ooh, that's a good topic Ooh, you know so like it was a bunch of those yeah. moments added up and then we like came home from a trip i think it was i think we came home from a trip and we were like okay this week we're sitting down we're talking names like just names right we're just let's just word vomit let's just do a mind thought exercise and let's just yeah. see what it would be what we would talk about you know, what type of guests we would want. So we really experimented with like ideas like that first. And then once we like got the name and got the concept, we were just like fired up. (laughs) And we were like, let's do this. We found our producer, Zach, who has been so amazing. We could not, it's really, it's the, it was the three of us. And now we have an editor, Lucas, who, you know, small little team, but we are, we got, we're a well-oiled machine now, but Zach really like, as our producer, he came in and helped so much with the technical aspects of it because a lot of podcasts are only audio. And like we were mentioning earlier to have this video to offer the world and to guests even is like really a great way to make you stand out one and just a better and something else you can offer your audience. So he really helped in that aspect. And it's so funny because I still remember me and Jess being like, I still remember like, before we we made our cover art and before we recorded our first episode, just being so excited to finally see like 
our podcast on the app. Like it, I felt like it was never going to happen. And I was like, I just, I can't wait to be in my car and to yeah. plug my phone in and to like have my podcast there. And then when it finally happened, I was just like, wow, this is, it felt like a dream come true, you know? It's such a And rush. it's crazy because it's like, I didn't, I didn't have to go through any sort of interview process. I didn't have to, no one gave me this opportunity. It's literally out for anyone to take, like make your own podcast if you want to, because I don't know, it was, it was just awesome. And to know that like, we just did it ourselves, you know, no one handed us an opportunity. It's out there for anyone to take. That's such a powerful point because it's basically infinite leverage and you didn't have to ask for any permission. Yeah. You like just, no boss, you have total creative freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's awesome. not like going on the radio where it's like, okay, Olivia, tell us what you did in 1995. Right. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut to commercials now and thank you. It's like, okay, that sucked. That was and they're like, yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. Time. All right. <laughs> It's just gross, but a podcast, like we were talking about before we started recording, like we could go for hours. Like, like if you don't stop me, I could probably like chat with you for three or four hours just about podcasting alone. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Because it's really, and the cool thing about it is like, it's a, it really is just a conversation. And that's why we feel like we could be here for hours because if you're, if we were sitting on a couch together, yeah, we could be, we would be sitting here for hours talking. So it just so happens that it's being recorded and we have to remember that other people are listening. But I think that's the cool thing about it is that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of our listeners will be like, I feel like I'm hanging out with my best friends and and we're like yeah you kind of are you know like we're sitting here talking to you like we're close friends I mean we're pretty open and vulnerable about our personal lives and experiences so there's something really cool about that that level of you know intimacy and vulnerability it makes you feel so close with people that kind of brings me to my next question like how do you think your podcast has helped you kind of deepen connections with your with your audience and and with people who were riding with you from Mm -hmm. before you started the podcast I think it's definitely like next level intimacy um an hour conversation about your life or your situations or topics and you know every topic we relate our own stories to um is so much more I mean how do you compare that to an Instagram picture of me with a skincare brand you just can't (laughs) They're two totally different things. So I'm, I was really excited starting the podcast. I still am. That didn't change. But like before we started, I was so excited to finally give this like really in, just let people into like our world and that we're real people and that being influencers and the number of followers we have doesn't mean you and I are different. And I think like at f- I I think that that's starting to be more apparent. I think there's a new trend of influencers trying to be more relatable and trying to break down that barrier. Right. But definitely at first it was definitely this picture perfect, my life is perfect, I'm perfect like goal. Um and I think now people are starting to op- like break down that wall a little bit. But I've the feedback we've gotten is so amazing because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like you and I are so different. Um, but in so many ways I related to you, you know, like my story about how me and my fiance met and our whole trial and tribulation story got so, 
such incredible response. And I think it's because as different as, you know, all of our lives are, we all relate on such a deep level when it comes to relationships and love. So that was really, really cool to see and very fulfilling. That's so powerful because that's literally like what I've branded my podcast as. It's like human beings are all fundamentally the same. Despite our differences, like I could talk to somebody, you know, who's a billionaire CEO to a doctor to an athlete, an artist, an influencer, anybody. Mm-hmm. When you boil it down, if I have you and I, I could I could sit down and chat with you for an hour, we pro- we might not agree on everything. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. You know, you might look different than me or subscribe to different kinds of ideologies and whatever. Mm-hmm. If you boil it down. We are all fundamentally the same. We all kind of want the same things. Health, wealth, happiness, love, less suffering for ourselves and our family. Those Mm -hmm. kinds of things are just like you could go anywhere in the world. And for the most part, people are going to relate to that. Yeah. And I think especially now more than ever, we realize that we really are more alike than we think. And no amount of money or beauty or power can, you know, can save anyone from being human and you know and a virus is apparently a part of being human but no amount of of beauty and wealth can get you the oxygen that you need on life support simple as that absolutely well put i like that um so kind of coming back to just like podcasting itself and how it's helped your brand um talk to me a little bit about the decision you guys made and it, it, i guess it's like now that i'm saying it out loud it kind of makes a lot of sense for you guys to have made a separate uh instagram account just for the whiskey and water podcast but was that something that you guys had to like talk about was it like are we gonna constantly promote this on our own social media things and then try to grow it from there like no it was for sure especially because we both understand instagram so well it was a no-brainer just like you know any company right now if you start a hair care line you create an instagram page for the hair care line it's just like Mm -hmm. something that brands have to consider nowadays because if you're not on social media you're you're behind already and you see that in a lot of like you know companies that have been around forever trying to adjust to social media and trying to get hip on Instagram and hip on Twitter and TikTok. <laughs> it's so, so cringe sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. They yeah. definitely, they're like, where are those uh, new graduates? Because we need them in ASAP. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a no brainer for sure because it is, it's its own thing and it deserves its own space. You know, right. we actually like as much as we usually promote on our stories, the show, but as far as our in-feed posts, I'll make a few, I'll post a few snippets here and there, but I mean, it's kind of, it's almost separate because again, like working with brands and stuff, they are paying for something to go on my account, not on Whiskey and Water account. So it has to be, you know, separate entities. And have you had any backlash from any brands, um, you know, being so open and, and having a podcast that's literally named Whiskey and Water? Like to, to me, I get it. Like and a lot of your fans and people get it and like love it, ride with it. But if you're someone, some suit in a marketing, uh, you know, boardroom, mm-hmm. like, you know, what's Olivia up to over here? Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. She's being pretty open about 
these aspects of her life. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because actually this week for the first time ever, a brand that I was like kind of going back and forth with emails about mentioned that their bo- her boss is very like anti-alcohol. So she was like, my only concern is the podcast and that, you know, it's named this. And she was like, I love the cursing and the raunchiness, but I'm just saying. So that's so interesting you say that. But um, it doesn't seem to be a huge issue, especially since we do keep the two separate. You know, I'm not posting too much about it. And when I do, it's um, I try to not post like the raunchy stuff on my personal profile because that's not necessarily a part of my personal brand, but it is right. a part of the whiskey and water brand because the whiskey side is like raunchy and funny and we talk about sex here and there. So that's a part of that branding. But mine, I usually only post snippets or bits that are about personal development because that is more about my personal brand. Um, so I haven't luckily received too much like pushback from brands um, okay that's good yeah but if a, if a brand w- were want to work with us for the podcast specifically they would definitely have to be you know cool. something that align- <laughs> yeah something that aligned with what we talk about and the things we represent interesting that makes a yeah. lot of sense I, I like how you guys have kind of gone about it from day one having the the logo the the branding the um you guys got merch you guys got like a, a like i like the equipment that you guys use i think you have like a, the little table set up mm-hmm. uh, and like you got the good microphones and everything's all like it's it's like really professionally done even okay. though it, it's in an apartment right yeah which is like the beautiful thing because i do mine like out of my apartment too and like Mm -hmm. i know that future me is gonna look back when i have like when my podcast has grown a bit bigger and when i'm doing you know probably some bigger better things Mm -hmm. um you know this is my humble these are the humble beginnings this is my my little pad you know but i love the way you guys have gone about it and like it's just it's on point i encourage anyone like listening to this to go check it out live whiskey it's whiskey and water podcast yeah on instagram and water podcast Boom. Yep. And thank people you can find it appreciate that uh, no we've, I, we've I, had to make a lot of adjustments um oh, and yeah. we kind of we kind of realized early on like that we were going like a little too hard we're like okay we do not need to be like doing this much because you know think about an hour of high quality footage at first we were doing two camera angles no at first we were doing three camera angles so we've definitely like refined our system and our workflow a lot right um you know there's just bumps in the road we had to learn ourselves but we we at the end of the day we had to think like okay how can we make this sustainable because if Mm -hmm. we keep trying to do this many deliverables this much content this many camera angles it's just it's not it's not going to be sustainable because we at first, Jess and I were investing like out of pocket for the gear. We were paying our producer, Zach. He actually ended up coming in as a third partner. So this is just a passion project for him now. And then we pay our editor. So, you know, until we get this thing like really up and big, we're it's a passion project for now. And we are being paid in fulfillment. That's how right. we see it, because that's honestly priceless for us and it's not something that I thought at this point I would be like yeah sure it's fine but like here I am and I'm like absolutely this is worth it 
Well, it's I think it speaks a lot to the pot the the nature of the podcasting space right now as well. Um, you know, people often say like, "Oh my god, there's so much competition. There's so many podcasts out there." But I still see that it's in its infancy. But if you're getting into podcasting right now to try to make a quick buck or think that, you know, overnight you're going to be, you know, raking in thousands of dollars yeah, from no. ads, that like i'm sorry to I burst wish. your bubble that, <laughs> I wish. It, it, it ain't it but it but to, like on that point though it is a very long-term game so yeah i i think you brought up a very important point is the sustainability of you know what kind of effort you can put in and for me like that's that's been difficult because i'm basically a one-man show and mm. i got my editor who is also my younger brother shout out to young sal Um, (laughs) but um like like scaling it back and like having to make those kind of creative decisions sometimes like okay well you know what maybe i can't chop up this many clips for a week or you know maybe maybe the two i have only two camera angles i'm not balling like you guys over here but no we only do one now (laughs) yeah exactly but like we only do one yeah, but I think I'm going to have to get to just doing one as well because it takes time to go and change the angle and then do this and this yeah. editing and that editing. It's like, I mean, the amount of hours our producer, because before we got our editor, our producer was also editing. So the amount of hours and nights that he spent just like hitting his head against the wall of trying to figure out how he's going to get these massive files to render in his software program. Like his computer took a sh- his laptop took a shit on him. He had to buy a whole new desktop. Like we oh put him God. through the ringer, man. And shout out Zach, you real one. Shout out but, Zach, um, man. <laughs> yeah, he, we call him PD in our early episodes. PD. We call him our PD, our podcast daddy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But, yeah, we've made so many adjustments. And I think if anyone's listening who wants to start their own podcast, just know it's going to be a learning curve. Your Things are going to change. I mean, I would never like when t- if I saw what we're doing now when we started, I would have been like, how did you get there? But it's just from learning and evolving and being like, hey, this isn't working. Pivot. This isn't working either. Pivot. OK, this works, but that could be better. Pivot. That's all it is covid pandemic comes around and you can't do in-person interviews anymore pivot like pivot. yo you, do, you know you do, like that's, you what, do what, you that's do. what it yeah. is it's what all it adjusting is. and yeah. we like like for people who don't know like we did a test call earlier today to make sure and i'm still like low-key got my fingers crossed that this is actually recording and working no, you're good you're good you're good <laughs> i see it it's recording okay I've, okay i've actually checked a few times because that's the podcaster in me. no i have two i'm just like i'm trying not to make it too obvious but it's like these are things that you know as a podcaster and just as like not even just a podcaster just a content creator in general you Mm -hmm. you're you're playing you're doing so many things you're not just focused on just showing up and and just talking into a mic which which is honestly like naively what i thought podcasting was when i wanted to get into it i'm like how hard can it be like you set up a couple cameras like you know youtube Oh, piece of cake. YouTube's been like the hardest thing for me to figure out because it's like, um, if you if you only look at vanity metrics like views and subscribers and that kind of stuff, 
people, quite frankly, aren't just going to sit there for an hour if they an don't hour. know you or We've ride been, with your brand. That's been a question for this entire journey. We're like, do we keep doing YouTube shows? or Because there's a small percentage of people who like love watching an hour right? of the episode. And it's like, okay, but... You're not just going to abandon them. I know. Like I have I the exact same situation. But I think... It comes back to the long-term game, right? When you yeah. look back five years from now, I think, and like this isn't me telling you you have to stick to YouTube. Like I, I can't tell you what to do, but I think that looking back at it, you'll be more happy that you stuck through it even though it was only getting like the hundred or whatever sure. many views. I don't know how many you guys get. Definitely more than mine, but like not a ridiculous amount. Like it, it's just... It is well, what it our, is, right? Our thing is is that we're recording it anyways for Instagram snippets just because that is like really valuable content to have on our page is are those clips. So we're like, well, we're recording it anyways. You might as well just throw it up on YouTube and call it a day. It's crazy how similar like our like our philosophy yeah. is on the on the podcast. Like that's exactly my my thinking. It's like, well, it's already being recorded. I already yeah. got the cameras just a and few did more all extra stuff. steps. Yeah, so you might as well put it up there. But then, do you ever notice, and this is kind of like another question, but it's like, do you ever notice that sometimes there are just too many things to do? Like, they're just like, oh, like, I like if you want to grow on YouTube, you got to then chop up the clips into smaller, like, bite-sized clips for people to like get yeah. the, the, the clips of your podcast or so we experimented with that too we've experimented with a lot but <laughs> we were doing separate instagram clips separate youtube clips and then we saw the youtube clips were getting like seven views and we were like why are we doing this? yeah <laughs> we've I been through you. a lot yeah so we eventually just stopped the clips and we still do the full episode but we actually recently hired an assistant and Ooh. she, yeah, that was a level up for sure. We had been talking about it for like six months and trying to get people and it not working out and wondering if we actually need one, but we got one. She's in the Philippines, so she's a virtual assistant and she has really helped with those kind of just like back burner. Yeah, the back burner tasks that we like haven't gotten to or are just kind of like tedious. So she's really helped in that aspect. And that has, you know, that was a conversation we had to have of like, is it worth our investment so that we can be purely the creators here and just create quality content? And for us, it was. So it's so far so good. And we're I've enjoying been thinking having about that too. I've been yeah. thinking about that too. I think I, yeah. I think I'm getting to the point uh, in my journey, in my like, mm -hmm. just being the one man army, doing all these things. Props on top to you. Props to you. <laughs> thank, you kill it, you. honestly, <laughs> seriously. Like you kill it for being a uh, one man show. I appreciate Kudos. it, but I don't know if I could do this much longer. We talk about sustainability. <laughs> You're like, thanks, but I'm dying. <laughs> thanks, but, thanks, but yo, like I love putting up the podcast. I love you know, the feedback I get from people. I love mm -hmm. just creating for the sake of creating, but there are just tasks and you obviously relate to this. There's like, yo, this, I am not bringing any additional value by doing this. I need to yeah, outsource. But it has to be done though, right? It just has to yeah, be done. So you're like, hundred percent. I, I, I might holla, holla at your VA. Like I think, yeah, I, I sure. think it's all, 
I think it's time. I but, will connect uh, you. It's a level <laughs> up for sure. Awesome. Uh, I love that. Um, kind of switching gears a bit. You know, we've been talking for the pod about the podcast a little while. That's on me. I just get. I get so I, into the podcast. Me too. Thing. I'm so here for it. It's okay. I'm here for it. <laughs> we could do like a whole other podcast just on like why we love podcasting. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure we probably will too. Uh, yeah. But let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the uh, other things you're passionate about as well. Uh, real estate is something that you talk about, you know, y- you wanting to be a real estate investor and you know, I've been following you on Instagram for a while now, and I noticed that you and your fiance uh, did a whole renovation of a apartment. Like, is it a, what is it? It is a duplex. I'm not sure a if duplex. you guys have those in Canada. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, do? We do? Okay. Yeah. Are they two story or one story? Two story. Okay. So the right? duplexes in Florida are one story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Florida but is like, like a everywhere whole else, place. they're two. Right, right, right. Okay. It's Makes weird. sense. But yeah, so like you you clearly have like this interest in real estate. You talked about like, consuming real estate podcasts in the past. What like kind of sparked your interest for the real estate world? Yeah, so um it was actually a few years ago. My fiance and I at the time he was my boyfriend, but we had gotten our first place together as a rental. And um, he was looking into getting into being a real estate agent. So, because he has some family who is really successful and they own, um, like, they're brokers. So, he wanted to get his license. And I saw an ad come up for this free training in Miami. And I was like, oh, okay, sounds cool. Free two-hour class, learn something. So, we went and then they convinced us into, like, a weekend training. It was, like, 150 bucks. So, I was like, you know what? What do we have to lose? And it was all about real estate investing. Um, and then, so those three days happened. We did the training. We learned a lot. And we were just like, wow. It kind of just, that's what really, are you hearing my email? Yeah. No. No, you're good? Or you hear it? No, I don't hear anything. Okay, great. Sorry. So <laughs> we, I was like, no. Um, so that's what opened our eyes to like this world of real estate investing and just, and just how much of a great opportunity is. Um, and then on the third day, they try selling us on like this $70,000 program. And I was like, this seems sketchy. <laughs> I did some research. I found this re- I found this resource, Bigger Pockets. They have like a whole blog, podcast, and I just started binging on their podcast. And I learned so, so much. I would drive to work every day, listening to podcasts, driving to my corporate job, just consuming this knowledge, like literally learned more in that year than I have in like school ever. (laughs) That's a whole other discussion. I say that a lot. Trust me. I say that a lot. It's a whole other discussion. So that's like kind of what got our interest. And then kind of just reading, like listening and reading more. I just saw what an opportunity it was to one, make passive income, which who doesn't want that to have control over your, my financial future. Also, who doesn't want that? And three, kind of just thinking like long-term, it helps that I've been in a long-term relationship. So it's easier for my mind to think in that time frame, um, and like make decisions based on that. But it was really just like thinking about generational wealth and financial freedom and wanting to say like, oh, yeah, I own 200 rental units and I decide when I work and I work from home and I manage a team of 30 people like that is like 
yes, that just is everything I want. Um, and in by giving myself financial freedom in that way, I would love to have passion projects on the side, like a podcast or programs mm-hmm. and things that like really like feed my soul and fuel my soul. So that's kind of the long-term goal I have for myself. But I kind of realized like, I don't want to be doing Instagram. Who who knows how much longer Instagram will ever be even be around if when I'm 40. I don't know if it's still going to be there. But if it is, I don't want to be doing influencing until I'm 40. You know, mm-hmm. like I had to take these things into consideration when you consider having an influencing career. Absolutely. So, you know, the real estate thing is kind of like my long-term plan. That's, uh, no, that's really powerful. And I think that's something a lot of millennials hear about. And it's like, oh, it would be cool. And it seems like mm-hmm. something like, oh, I'd love to learn more about that. But like, it's it's very much for a lot of people, uh, it seems super out of reach. But Yeah, like unattainable. Exactly. But I do think that if you make that a priority, like you kind of have, you know, it, you can reverse engineer your life and and, and get to actually doing that. And it's actually a lot more attainable if that's something you want to do, like then, then people think, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's taking that step to first kind of educate yourself about it and not just like dive you know head first into something just because it sounds cool like oh yeah i'd I'd love to be a real estate investor like oh yeah i think i could like be a landlord with like you know four or five different houses like you know there's also something called like being over leveraged and yeah for sure all all these different things but i i think it's really cool that you took the steps to kind of like take control of your learning and and make it happen and i also like what you said about like you know not wanting to just rely on instagram like i i heard like i think i had somebody on my podcast say um would you give mark zuckerberg the keys to your house no so why would you again put all your eggs in one basket totally so I think that's that's really powerful and I like how you've kind of you 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 know you got your hands in a lot of different kind of areas and I'm really I'm really excited to see like what's next and watch you grow you know throughout your journey as well cuz it inspires me as well and that's why Aww, I really wanted to have you. you on the podcast and just chat right Thanks I appreciate I think, that it really means a lot No like I I genuinely mean it like I think um being a podcaster is a weird thing because you're in this space where you're you're you are quite literally just talking i kind Mm -hmm. of like i kind of compare it to like hiking right some people Mm -hmm. get like super like passionate about hiking and i'm like i could be one of them like i love going for a hike right but when you boil it down it is really just walking right yeah but there's so much more to it and there's so many benefits around it. And podcasting is one of the many avenues that you've been exploring to kind of yeah. give yourself more of a voice and yeah. building your own influence for your own audience. And so kind of like I, I know we're kind of running over time here already, but kind of how I want to like end this off. And I know we're going to do many more podcasts in the future, but I want to just talk about um what's next for Olivia? Like what, what is like the next thing that you're pursuing and like the next big project, the big thing that you want to like achieve? So what is next? I don't know. I didn't prepare for this question. I would say just, 
I mean, I'm always trying to grow, whether it be like, you know, emotionally, spiritually, in any ways I can. Um, I have Thrive tattooed on me. It's the one tattoo I have. And I got it when I was like, I think I was 18. Um, I'm 24 now for reference. Um, and I think it's just something I want to like live by forever. Just thrive, grow in every way you can. What makes you uncomfortable is your biggest opportunity for growth. Do things that are out of your comfort zone. You know, if we don't push ourselves beyond those self-limiting beliefs, we'll never nothing will will never amount to anything and like things like the podcast would have never happened and modeling wouldn't have happened for me and putting myself out there on Instagram you know so it's like when you push yourself outside of those boundaries you think you've set for yourself really amazing things happen um so I'm just going to continue to do that and take opportunities as they come definitely want to get um a new real estate investing deal under my belt for sure we um my fiance and I got engaged in November and everyone's like, when's the wedding? I'm like, I think I want to buy a few more properties before the wedding. Honestly, I don't know. That's just where my head's at right now. Um, we're not in a rush and that's kind of priority. Um, so really building a future is important for me while also balancing living in the present moment and, you know, not getting lost in the future or the past. Um, And as far as projects, you know, the podcast is just going to keep hopefully getting bigger and better and (laughs) reach more people, you know, that's definitely a big goal is to get that to blow up because you could have an amazing show, but if no one's hearing it, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) So definitely want to get that out to more ears um, and kind of just taking it day by day. Hopefully we're out of this uh, strange time soon and we can be together and with other people and I think that this is going to change us for the better you know it's going to make us appreciate human connection and contact way more Thousand um, percent. and yeah I kind of I'm just taking it day by day taking opportunities as they come I love it getting past your self-limiting beliefs I think we all have that little voice in our head telling us these oh, totally. stories and you know holding ourselves back from doing a lot of things you mentioned a lot of amazing mindset stuff kind of just to close out the podcast before I do my quick little lightning round thing uh, I noticed that you were doing this thing back in the summer and I don't want to like call you out or anything oh, but God. I was like, <laughs> it was like you're doing these no social Sundays I'm oh, not sure yeah. I'm not sure if you still do this. Do. I'm not sure if you still do that, but I thought that was really cool. And um, I just wanted to quickly, like for the listeners, talk about the value of like unplugging from the material world a little bit. Talk to me about why you do that and why you still do it. Yeah, for sure. I love that you brought this up. This is like one of my favorite subjects. Um I realized a few years ago the attachment that I had to my phone and the relationship I had. And it it felt quite literally like I had strings attached to my phone and I had anxiety when I was without it. I couldn't go, you know, I didn't want to go into a room. I didn't want to go anywhere without it. And I recognized that and I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this is not normal. And for our society to make it seem like it's normal, it's just not. It's not for, for human nature. Um, we're not built that way. We're not robots, you know, we don't value like technology that way yet. Maybe things will change evolution, who knows? But so I noticed this uncomfortable relationship that I had. And then 
I actually saw a brand. It was like a new, I think it was like a protein shake brand or something. They posted something that was like hashtag no social Sunday. And it showed them like what they were going to do instead of being on their phones. And that's what like really sparked it. And I was like, oh my God, yes, that's it. That's my solution. That's what I'm going to do. So I started doing them. And at first it was really hard because like, you know, it's so unnatural for us to not be on our phones now. And then after also like literally your job. Yes. And that's another great point you make is like, especially being in the influencer space and it being work, it can get really hard to draw that line, that boundary of like, oh, but I'm working or I'm just scrolling for pleasure. So the no social Sundays have been so good for my mental health and like set the tone for my week on Mondays and really just like getting back to like normal life. Like when we were, I don't, how old are you? I'm 24. Oh, duh. What up? 95? 95. Let's go. (laughs) So like, you know, I had a razor in like fifth grade. So like I kind of, we kind of knew a time before iPhones and before this like addiction. And Mm -hmm. it kind of just like not having my phone on Sundays kind of just brings me back to that time of like normal, you know, to me, it's like, that's what our normal should be. So Uh, that's been really great. And yeah, like definitely, um, detoxing. I I think of it as detoxing. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Device detoxing, um, social media detoxing. It's really good because we're just constantly feeding ourselves these images and constantly like inputting all this information and yeah. And comparing ourselves, especially like I'm sure you do, but women are especially bad at just comparing ourselves to everyone we follow and things we see in lives they live and jobs. And it's just nice to put that away for a day and just live your life without it. So I love that. That's I encourage you to join me Sunday. I encourage anyone to listening to join me on Sundays. It's really like, it's so such a great practice and it's really hard at first. It's right. really hard. It is. And you, it makes you realize how much we go on it and how much we check it because you'll be on it and you're like, Oh shit. Or you'll go to reach for it and you're like, Oh shit. But then once you do it a few times in a row, it gets easier. I love those kinds of challenges that like take you out of a frame of what is normal. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love that. Um, This has been such an I like to challenge people. Yeah, absolutely. This has been like such an incredible podcast. I'm sure we could go for hours. Like we like we talked about, we already like, (laughs) it just happens, man. It's just how it goes. But um, I loved having you on. Let's jump into our lightning round to end it off. Um, basically just five questions um you kind of you know the drill Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah because i I want uh i want your fiance to start making dinner too right (laughs) yeah i'm like all right getting hungry (laughs) uh what's one common misconception of being an influencer that you'd want to dispel because i know it's uh it's a lot harder than the the photos just make it seem Mm -hmm. like you got to get up early and do these shoots and the travel can weigh on you but what's like one of the biggest misconceptions I would say that it's just as simple as taking a photo because there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see. Um, You know, I guess like waking up early or taking a photo, but really it's about like how we see this as our own 
personal business. It's a small business. We're entrepreneurs. We see it that way. We, I'm constantly in negotiation with brands. I do brand outreach every Monday. Like it's kind of, it's a small business that I'm running ultimately. So I think that is definitely the biggest misconception. Love it. What's one piece of advice you'd give 17 year old you? Ooh, these are good. Um, I would say don't sweat them, sis. Boom, don't sweat the boys, <laughs> specifically. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. What's your What's your favorite podcast to listen to other than your own? <laughs> um, do you listen to your own episodes? I don't. Curiosity. You don't? No. I don't? I like sometimes I do, but most <sighs> of the times I don't. Uh- I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it like like little bits and pieces to try to find like a fire clip or something like that. And yeah. like I forced myself to listen to like half of one once, like sitting there with my mom and dad. Like they're, <laughs> they're all like, like they're, they're all like super proud and like oh my god, like you got so a doctor. Crazy. Like this is so awesome. Like yeah. And it's just like, oh, why did I ask that? Why did I interrupt this person? Why do I, I say luck so much? All those all those like little things, right? But I, I know they say you're supposed to listen to it to get better. It's like watching mm-hmm. game film as an At athlete. first, I was listening to them all the time. I like after every episode, I would listen. And now I'm kind of just like, meh, I'm just going to leave that there. It's, it's <laughs> Anyways, out there, whatever. Um, I love a podcast called Girls Gotta Eat. It's these two comedian women in their 30s. They are just so funny. They're just hilarious. I've love heard them. of this one. Yes. Um, what superhero would you be? It's a weird question. I don't know. That is weird. I actually don't. I'm not like a big Marvel gal, so I don't even I'm know. I'm not even a big superhero watching dude. I don't know why that's there. I, I literally can't even do. name five superheroes. I needed a question. I was like, what do I... <laughs> just, just come up with one. Let's, let's wrap this up. Spider-Woman. Boom. Love it. There you go. I don't even know what <laughs> Last and final question. Um, how would you like to be remembered? Mm, these are deep. You said it wasn't that deep and you got deep. Um, <laughs> I think just bringing positivity to everyone around me. Boom. And being a light and positive influence to friends, family, followers, listeners. Etc. I think you will absolutely do that and continue to inspire. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank Shout you. out your social media for people who are, are listening this far uh, sure. so they can find you. So Instagram is at Olivia PW, like password PW. And then our podcast is Whiskey and Water Podcast. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And just remember, it's not that deep. It is not that deep, but sometimes. (laughs) But sometimes it it is that deep. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, guys. Have a good one.